I'm Jordy. And I'm Juliet. And this is Diaper Baggage. A podcast that shows you how to get rid of the mom guilt. On this week's episode, we chat about Prince Harry's comments on the number of children he wants to have. And Juliet's going to have me taste her favorite new summer drink. Plus, we'll tackle the guilt associated with hiring help for your newborn. <laughs> I've seen you twice this week. I know. We got to go on a... Well, Juliet invited me on a very nice evening on a Monday, which I like never go out on a Monday, but we got to go on, what was it, a sushi sunset sail. With sake. With sake. Oh yeah. Got to get all the alliteration in. <laughs> with Chef Morimoto. Oh yeah. With Chef Morimoto. We forgot to, a to mention that. a lot of favorite things. Yeah. And I generally am not a huge drinker, but I do really like sake. And we had like four I think I think we had four different types of sake. And lots of different types of sushi. And we got a picture with Morimoto. Yeah. Which actually is on our Instagram, so you can take a look at it. And if you don't know our Instagram, it's at Diaper Baggage. So definitely take a peek there. It was a lovely night. I know you were a bit hesitant because you get a little seasick, and I tend to get a little seasick. But once we were out on the, the open water of the Hudson <laughs> River, I mean, it was really beautiful. It was, a, it was We got to see the sunset with the Statue of Liberty in the background. Um, and this week, I really... I like very rarely go out. And this week I had four out of my five weekday nights. I've had something. So wow. I went out with you on Monday night. Tuesday night, I helped throw a bachelorette party for a friend. Wednesday night, I had a lovely and more sushi tasting with Ross. And then Thursday night, I have off to recover. And then Friday, I have friends coming in from out of town and we're all going out to, for dinner and drinks. Wow. So I, I never do that. I'm usually home like 6.30, doing bedtime, whatever. But it was actually really, really nice. I feel like in the summertime, it can feel sometimes a bit depressing, especially if you're inside, like taking care of a baby mm-hmm. and it's still light out and people are going out for dinner and you're just kind of stuck inside. So this week I was able to like really get out there and kind of make up for all the time that I was stuck inside. And I, I don't know, I probably will get, I'll probably get sick because of it. <laughs> But my mental state is much better. Good. Like you were saying earlier, it's good for your soul to do these things. Yeah. I think it's really important not only to get out without your kids, with your husband or your significant other, but to go out by yourself or with girlfriends or whatever and just sort of remind yourself that you're your own person without a toddler hanging off your body all the time. Yeah, and just talking about non... Although we did talk about preschools for quite we some did. time. We'll save that for another yeah. episode, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> New York City preschool is no joke, everyone. So yeah, we did spend a good portion of the sushi, sake, yeah. sunset sale. But it was still so lovely. And see the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and I really great. think this week was kind of... It's like, it's reminding me of that balance of saying yes and no, Mm -hmm. because sometimes I take too much on by saying yes too much. Yeah. And I find like the pendulum swings. And so I start saying no to a lot of things. And then I feel like I'm missing those things. So (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it's always a constant balance of trying to find what to say no to, what to say yes to. So I don't feel overwhelmed 
while not feeling underwhelmed at the same time. It's it's, it's a it's a very tricky balance, and I think social media, unfortunately can be horrible with that because I'm sure we both follow a lot of other writers or publicists. Mm -hmm. So I know earlier this week there was some event where I was like, wait a minute, like, why is everyone here and why did I not get invited? (laughs) And then I was like, you know what, realistically, I was, I wasn't going to go. Right. I was going to say no, but it was just the fact that all these other people I knew were there and I didn't even, I just want to be kept in the loop, you know, (laughs) even I'm going to say no to everything. Although tonight... Mm-hmm. I am going to a cat fashion show at the Algonquin Hotel, which has been a literal lifelong dream of mine. It's the highlight of your social I'm calendar. I'm so excited. Well, the Algonquin always has a cat mascot, and it's always a rag doll, which is the same kind of cat I have because they're so docile. And then every August, they do a fashion show to raise money um, for cat charities, pet charities, things like that. So that's where I'm headed. Wow. After this, I know. I'm I know. so bummed I didn't get invited I know. to I, that. I can see that you really can't contain your excitement. <laughs> I'm really sorry I couldn't bring you with me. Yeah. Maybe next year. Me, maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and swing to the no side of that. Maybe oh. no. Just kidding. I'd love to see a cat fashion show just for the sheer experience I'll take pictures. of it. I'll post them on our on our Instagram. Okay. Because I'm sure so many people are just chomping at the bit yeah. to see that. So yeah. Yeah. Else has a lot of engagements that they always end up going to. Who? The Royals. Yes, that's true. Smooth transition. <laughs> it's smooth right? transition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, that's their job. Yeah, is to go out frequently. <laughs> so I'm a huge royal fan. So am I. Um, and we both saw the news about Prince Harry's meeting with Jane Goodall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought he said something really interesting, which was that he and Meghan Markle are not planning to have any more than two children. Perhaps they'll even just have one. Yeah. Um, And that has been getting a lot of buzz in the press. Especially considering his brother, Prince William, has three children. Exactly. And I feel like it is royal tradition to have as many offspring as possible. Exactly. Although, like, none of... 99% of them will never be heirs to the throne. But following tradition... You always wanted to have a backup, 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 backup. Right. So it is. It's really interesting. I feel like they are continuing to prove themselves as a much more modern couple because I feel like that's the way a lot of people think. And his reasoning was particularly interesting because he's so focused on the environment that mm-hmm. that was why he wanted to like reduce his carbon footprint by... He's got dad guilt. Yeah, all his dad guilt yeah. and environment guilt. Yeah. So he wanted to reduce his carbon footprint, essentially, by reducing the number of people we put into this world. I, I really applaud him because I think it, it's not necessarily a reason that a normal person could get away with saying. Mm-hmm. And it definitely crossed my mind when we were thinking about having children and how many children we wanted to have because they do have a huge... A person has a huge environmental yeah. footprint, a huge carbon footprint, and... Um, I think in our current state of world affairs, it really is something to be cognizant about. So I'm really glad that he said it and he put it out in the open because I hope that it makes more people think more carefully about how many children they want to have and and the things that you do to have children, you know, whether that's more air travel or, um, you know, buying all the plastic bits that babies need. Yeah, I feel like babies have a lot of plastic stuff. So much. And I guess you could reuse it with, you could argue that you could reuse it with different, you know, with more children. Um, And it's not to say that people shouldn't have more than one child Mm -hmm. if they want. It's 100% a personal 
choice. Right. It's just interesting in such a public way to come out and bring light to the fact that it, it does have an environmental impact. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, like, as happy as I am that Harry was able to say this for such a large audience, I am so glad that there aren't millions of people following my every move or <laughs> things like that. It would be... So stressful. Well, the thing is, no matter what, people are going to have opinions on what you say. Right. So for some reason, having more than one child is like, or having less than two children often seems weird to people. Like, why wouldn't you have another one? Mm-hmm. Or why wouldn't you have as many as you possibly can? And it's, you know, everyone has different reasons for it. And Harry's seems to be particularly tied to the environment, which I find very interesting. I do, too. I think it's it's great for him. Well, And we will delve into the number of children yes. we have in a future episode. <laughs> we have very strong opinions on that. And other people have very strong opinions about our strong opinions. Exactly. So yes. uh, that is definitely a segment for later on. Um, so let's get into our hashtag not an ad. I'm so excited for this one this week because you're, I get to taste it. I know. I like any any segment where I can eat things, drink things. We should things. do more of these. We should do more of these. Let's just, <laughs> let's just eat the entire time. Let's yeah. just do an entire food segment. Well, we did we do... Our not. last episode was all about dining out. That's true. That's so. true. Okay, so this week, my hashtag not an ad is um, a sugar-free simple syrup called Swoon. S-W-O-O-N. Um, and it's sweetened from monk fruit, huh. which I've seen before. What I, does it look like? I don't know. I probably should have Googled this before this segment. Um, Shit, we Googled. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what a monk next, fruit looks like. Next time. Um, so it's a one-to-one ratio with regular simple syrup, so you can use it in lemonade or iced tea or margaritas. Um, but yeah, it's it's sugar free and it's zero calorie, but it's not a ton of chemicals. It's all natural stuff, so you can feel really good about it. And hmm. I'm really excited. I'm really excited for you to try it. So I brought you an unsweetened iced tea, um, and you can see what you think. All right, we're gonna do a little ASMR for you. Okay, just so like those Gen Z kids. Yeah, <laughs> should we whisper while I you know, do right? it? Jordy's gonna pour some iced tea. <laughs> it's going to make people have to go to the bathroom. Would you like some, too? Uh, sure, I'll take some. Okay. We should have gotten some ice cubes for, like, extra oh, yeah, clinking extra effect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so I have brought Jordy an unsweetened iced tea from the okay. bodega. Okay, let me taste before. It's pure leaf, in case anyone's wondering. Okay. Okay, so it's a, it's a one-to-one <laughs> ratio. Okay. So, I mean, I don't really ever use sugar syrups at Starbucks, yeah. but if you do, then you would use the same amount, basically. Right. Well, I don't have very much in my glass, but yeah. we'll, we'll taste it. Ooh. Okay, that might have been a lot. <laughs> I'll pour right. a little, too. Here we go. Let's Oops, see. that was a lot. <laughs> it pours out quickly, if you look also, at the bottle. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm mixing, mixing yeah, it a little it. bit. So one of the founders... Um, has had diabetes since she was really little. Mm-hmm. Um, so that mm. was one of the reasons why she wanted to find found this. And the other one also has a three-and-a-half-year-old. So oh. she's a mom getting things done. And this is better than regular sugar? It's I better mean, for you than regular sugar because it has no calories. 
and it doesn't elevate your blood sugar the way that regular sugar would. Hmm. So, um, how are they like the first to discover this? I don't know. We, well, should, ha- we it, should have them on as as it's delicious. Sometimes I don't really use simple syrup typically, but it it is. I mean, it's good, it, right? It, it just tastes. It tastes like sugar. It tastes like sugar. It tastes sweet. Can you use it for baking and things like that, or is it purely a mixer at this time? So it sort of depends on the chemistry of what you're making. I've only tried it with drinks so far. I think it would probably work in ice cream. Ooh. Um, I like ice cream. And I think... I don't know. Well, it says here on the label that it has the same sweetness as sugar... For coffee and tea, you use one teaspoon of the uh, from the bottle, and that equals like one sugar packet. And for cocktails, it's a one to one for a traditional simple syrup. It says it's certified vegan, gluten free, and kosher. Wow, have you ever eaten a monk fruit? No. Like, is a monk fruit this sweet? Or that's a good question. We have so many things to <laughs> Google now. So many things so to many Google. Things. Well, I'll have to say, I mean, I don't typically like sweet drinks mm-hmm. in general, but if this could be derived into a way for baking right. or, like you said, ice cream, I'd be totally down for it. I mean, it, t- it makes the drink taste good. I yeah. just don't particularly like It's nice for a little, yeah, sweet a little drinks. kick or something. It's nice on a hot day like today mm-hmm. to enjoy a refreshing little treat, sweet beverage. And give me a little, a little afternoon pick-me-up instead of coffee. Exactly. All right. I'm going to chug the rest of this, okay? Do it. <laughs> it's all done. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we're going to do an entirely <laughs> ASMR podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to be eating popcorn and potato chips the entire time. The entire time. Thank you for listening to this segment of Hashtag Not Mad. Bye-bye. So... Today, what's on the agenda? (laughs) Well, I think for our main topic this week, we wanted to cover something that both of us did Mm -hmm. when we had newborns, and that was hire a baby nurse. Yes. Um, So this was not something I knew a ton about until I moved to New York. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, we'll Mm -hmm. give you sort of a little bit of background of, of what this is. Um, the way it was actually first explained to me was, <laughs> this is something you just do if you live in New York and you're Jewish. <laughs> and I was like, what? I think, honestly, it was probably my mother-in-law that brought it up. And, and jokingly, she was like, it's because Jewish girls don't like to take care of their babies. Which is not, that is not what they are. But um, <laughs> so, ba- so a baby nurse is actually generally not a trained nurse. Right. But it is... Um, Generally a woman. I've never heard of a guy baby nurse, although I'm sure there must be one out there. Yeah. Um, but they basically meet you at your home as soon as you get home from the hospital with yeah. your baby. And they can stay anywhere from a handful of days to six months yeah. to a year. And my, they, I think my baby nurse ended up becoming the nanny for one family oh, wow. that she watched at one point. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and they... Generally speaking, they live with you. There are some baby nurses that just do the overnight shift, so they do like 7 to 7 mm-hmm. or 9 to 9 or something like that. But um, the majority of the ones that I know literally live with you. They are there 24-7. Um, they get a day rate, and they take you know a few hours off or a day off here and there, depending on you know what sort of schedule you have with them. But they are there to be your extra set of hands and teach you everything you need to know about a newborn. Um, They are 
exorbitantly expensive. There's no other way around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something I have found in New York that a lot of my friends save up for. That's what or I just did. sort of have as a line item in their newborn baby budget because they really are so helpful. But um, it is a really polarizing yes. topic. I feel like, I think I learned about baby nurses from you, actually, because um, Avi's two years older than, mm-hmm. than Wilder, so you were really my first, like, insight into the world of baby <laughs> nurses, but it actually seems like it's something that started much earlier, because my grandmother had a nurse ah. for the babies when she was raising my dad and my aunt, and she also had a nurse for herself. Which I thought was very ah. interesting. But then it seems like it kind of skipped that, like, our parents' generation, maybe, of the, yeah. of the hippies. <laughs> I'm not quite <laughs> sure. And I really only learned about it until uh, I heard from you. You can do it in, in varying levels, but no matter what, people are, had opinions about it. Mm-hmm. I had people close to me. It wasn't that they necessarily judged me. But there was definitely a lot more questions about that than, say, my choice in strollers. Right, yes. (laughs) Or other baby topics. It's like they weren't concerned that my baby was living in a converted walk-in closet, (laughs) but they couldn't quite wrap their heads around that uh, essentially a complete stranger. I mean, I had only met my baby nurse once in person before she lived with me for a month. People were just kind of like, wait, how? I don't understand. Why do you want that? Is it going to feel weird having a stranger around? And to be completely honest, I had some of those hesitations as well. Mm -hmm. It's obviously something that I had never gone through before. But when you are sleep deprived and your body is still aching and your hormones are all out of whack, for me, it was a godsend to have someone just to teach me right how to have take care of a newborn and take the baby if I was getting too emotional and, and needed a break and I was breastfeeding so I was still up in the middle of the night I feel like mm-hmm. there's this preconceived notion sometimes that it's just right. like here take the baby I'm gonna go on vacation <laughs> it's like no you kind of are still you know recovering after yeah. giving birth which lasts a lot longer than the amount of time that I had the baby nurse and truth. Uh, yeah, truth. <laughs> and it really helped ease me into motherhood, especially in that first month, which can be so overwhelming for women. And even though we live in a city, I still feel like m- being a new mom can feel very isolating. Mm-hmm. You're not in, we're, we're not in villages anymore. We're not in these communities where you can, there's just other people to, around to, to help help you out. I'm lucky I did have family close by, but not in a way that they would spend the night. And right. They're not waking up at 3 a.m. They're the not waking up yeah. at 3 a.m. Um, and having Selena, was her name, around just I don't know what it would have been like without her, yeah. but it really helped ease some of those early anxieties for me and I don't feel guilty about doing it at all. I'm actually very happy that I did it and I think Hopefully that it made me a better mom mm-hmm. in, in the end. No, I totally agree. I think, you know, obviously this podcast is is about getting rid of the yeah. mom guilt. And there is, um, I think, if you have people close to you that are asking you questions about why you're getting a nurse or 
you know, even just more explicitly saying, like, don't do this, mm-hmm. that will make you feel yeah. guilty. You know, should I be doing this totally on my own? Right, it's is, like it's some kind of badge of honor sometimes right. to not have help. To suffer more. To suffer more. Um, and, you know, to be honest, I think it was one of the best decisions I could have made for myself and for my marriage and for, for mm-hmm. me as a new mom because I needed that rest. And like you were saying, like back in the day, there used to be a sort of village of people that really would help you take care of your own body and your baby. And we don't really have that anymore. No. So to have somebody who allowed me to take a nap in the middle of the day and, and cleaned my breast pump parts yeah. and showed me how to swaddle her and sort of helped me set the the boundaries of what would become her sleep schedule was so invaluable to me. And I'm still so grateful to her. And I send her a holiday card every year. And, you know, I've referred her um, to other people. But uh, I still check in with the baby yeah. nurse sometimes. If I have a question... She's been around way more babies than I ever have. And if I have a question about something, sometimes I just text her and get her opinion because they literally know... They know everything. Everything about a baby. (laughs) And yeah, and since I had a boy too... And I'm and I'm Jewish, so Wilder, had, you know, we had a, a circumcision, yeah. and to have her, she was once it was over, she just turned to me and said, "For the next four days, I'm going to change all of his diapers." <sighs> and it was such a relief to me because going through that was a very emotional experience to have to put yeah. thinking about putting my baby through that, and then. Ha- every time you change a diaper to be reminded of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's a Jewish tradition and of course I was going to do it, but just to have her turn to me and say that it just felt like someone had my back in a, in a way more than hired help. Mm -hmm. It was, she knew something would upset me and her whole purpose of being there was to, to make my life easier and not put added stress on onto my life in an already very stressful situation. And I live in a one-bedroom apartment. She slept on the couch. Yeah. Like, it's tight quarters. It's not like this luxurious thing where right. I have I have an extra room for the help right. in my life. <laughs> she, right. you know. But I think people who aren't familiar with this, uh, this role are, are like, oh, my God, how extravagant, yeah. how exorbitant. And, like, yeah, it's definitely expensive. Yeah. Um, but... In my opinion, and, and I tell anybody this who asks me, like, I would have foregone vacations for this. Yes. I would have foregone whatever, holiday presents, anything like that, because it was so necessary for my sanity mm-hmm. um, and just also for not feeling super overwhelmed that I think it was worth it. So um, if you're thinking about it. Yes. If you're currently <laughs> pregnant or if you're having another child. We highly and, recommend it. Yeah. I can if, I would probably, if I had another one, I would probably have a baby nurse again because then I got two kids to worry about. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Like, I mean, in fact, I probably would do less. Like, I would, I feel like the baby nurse kept telling me to, to sleep more. And again, I had that guilt where I was like, no, 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 I need to be doing all of these things. Yeah. She's like, that is why I'm here. Yeah. To show you. And then, like, I can still do it. And I was like, no, 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 I'll, I'll handle that. Yeah. And it's really it was hard. That it's hard. It's really hard to let go. And I think both of us are very driven people who like to make our schedules mm-hmm. and have a plan. And I mean, I remember in the days after she was born, like within a few days, 
Because to be honest, newborns sleep a lot. And if you're feeling okay, you will find yourself with some time to do nothing. Um, You know, unless you're like really cleaning your house or something. (laughs) But I remember I was actually working on my blog and I was posting things on like the days leading up to childbirth or whatever. And I posted it on Facebook and I had a few people that commented like, oh my God, I hope you wrote this before mm. and are just now getting around to posting it. And I think I lied and I was like, oh yeah, of course I did. Like, cause wow. I didn't want to admit that I'd been sitting there working and it wasn't, I don't get paid for my blog. It was more just that like I needed something to do. But even An that outlet. was, was really interesting for people to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing anything, anything. in the days after other than birth. just yeah. sitting around staring at a baby. Right. Who basically just poops and sleeps poops and sleeps and eats. And tears your breast to shreds. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> and we'll talk about other help that we've yes. asked for along our motherhood journeys in future episodes. But this was really the first time that both of us were asking for that sort of help. Like mm-hmm. really, really hands-on yeah. help. And to not feel guilty about it and... I learned so many little tips from that, that mm-hmm. from the, from Selena that I would have never known before. And if you're thinking about having a baby nurse, hit us up. We have, can give you our baby we, nurse. I have names. a whole spreadsheet <laughs> of potential baby nurses, and it might be something to consider budgeting for. Or I know some people that actually gift. Yes money to go towards a baby nurse. Mm-hmm. We did that actually for one of my friends when she had her second, a bunch of us pulled together some money for them to have a night nurse. So somebody that was really just there mm-hmm. overnights just to give them some time to, to sleep. And, and yeah, and recover. It helped me so much to have <laughs> Selena around. I love you, Selena, wherever you are. <laughs> she had pink hair. She was so Aww. cool. And she used to do workouts in my stairwell. Oh, that's, she, was, she sounds awesome. Yeah, she was really cool. Way cooler than me. <laughs> So, yes, we will talk more about other types of help on future episodes, but that was our first entrance into asking for help. Yes. Something that I feel like a, mo- a lot of moms need help with. Need help with. And is we're, asking we're for here help. to help. And, and yeah, and if you have any questions specifically on baby nurses, um, our Instagram inbox is always open to you. Um, so hit us up. Yep, at Diaper Baggage. Happy to do it. That's it for now. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you on the next episode of Diaper Baggage.